previously on Little Bit Leave It. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Little Bit Leave It, the podcast where we normally talk Love Island UK in the USA, but now we're going to be talking Friend Island USA. But not in the UK. In the USA. That's right. My name is Ben, and with me, as always, it is my podcasting partner and partner in life. She just chimed in. It's Becca. So this is actually a huge promotion for us. We are the official podcast of Friend Island USA. Yeah, this is a big deal. So first, we want to thank all the people at ITV7 and at the Miranda Network, where you have the right to remain entertained for believing in us as podcasters. Or having no other options. And as longtime listeners of our podcast know, Friend Island UK advertised on our previous season of Little Bit Leave It. Yeah, they've gotten really huge, right? The scrapbook is like a bestseller for Christmas this year or something. Yeah, the season three scrapbook is right now a really big deal. They've done three seasons of the UK show, and now it's gotten so big, they brought it over and made an American version. So should we crack on? Yeah, let's crack on. So for people who haven't watched Friend Island before, Beck, can you tell us a little bit about the show? What is the object? What are people doing here? As some of you may know, those of you who are not youngs, once you hit your 30s and 40s, especially if you don't have kids or if you don't really fit in where you live, it's really hard to make new friends, especially if you're an awkward weirdo. So Friend Island's aim is to take awkward weirdos in their 30s and 40s from various walks of life, puts them in a luxurious villa, much like or much unlike Love Island Villa, and the goal is for them to make a long-lasting connection leading to lifelong friendship. So let's hope that we can take this cast of lovable misfits and turn them into social butterflies. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. So before we actually meet our contestants, let's talk about the Friend Island bunkhouse. I mean, they call it a villa. Some people, fans of the show, call it the bunkhouse, at least the UK version. This one's a little different than the UK version, right? Tell us about the villa in the US. I think the budget in the US was a little smaller because this is not some luxury villa as promised. I am 99.9% sure that this takes place in a decommissioned Jewish sleepaway camp in the Catskills. Yeah, we do know it is in the Catskills. Not sure exactly what town. It's all one town. Basically. The contestants are in bunk beds in what looks like a dorm or a cabin. And that's normal, right? They slept in bunk beds in the UK version. You had the six sets of bunk beds in the one big room. So that is kind of the same. Yes. Then it gets weird. The main area where the show takes place is in an entirely separate building. Multiple buildings. A new reality show thing for me. Because who doesn't love trekking through knee-high grass at 6 o'clock in the morning in the Catskills? I gotta tell you, it ain't fun. I actually think the landscaping is really cool. I think the natural grasses is a really nice touch, actually. I think the campus is really beautiful. Is it natural grass or just they don't have anyone to mow? No, 
I'm sure they have people mowing. After your lovely early morning promenade through wet Tick City, you arrive at the... The main building, right? It's the main villa. That's what I'll call it. Okay. So that really is just the dining hall of said summer camp. You've got the industrial kitchen. I mean, this is a great kitchen. There is so much equipment in there. So that's so cool. We've got some overstuffed couches with cigarette holes and the no, foam. No, I, I don't know if those are cigarette holes. I mean, that could be that could be anything. I think maybe that's just the way the couch came. With the foam coming out? And a soda machine that only sells squirt. I love squirt, actually. It's like my favorite soda. So I would be, this is like a cool place. I want to go on Friend Island, hang out at the villa. Weirdos in their 30s and 40s, ladies and gentlemen. It is. It's a cool spot. And we haven't even gotten to the best part yet. So the best part is the friend zone, which is the janitor's closet off the dining hall. Well, hold on, hold on. So first, the friend zone is like the analogous location to the hideaway in Love Island. And I don't know. I don't think it's a janitor's closet. Except for the slop sink and the floor drain. Okay, so it probably had some operational use, right, when it was a camp. But now, now there's all kinds of cool stuff in it, right? There's a tube TV with a PlayStation 1 and one controller. No, there's got to be a second controller in there. We've got some pillows of unknown provenance. Oh, what do you mean by that? I don't know how clean they are. That's disgusting. I wouldn't land there. You've got some fairy lights to set the mood of mystery and secret telling, I guess. Yeah, it's super cool. And a mop bucket filled with popcorn. <laughs> I don't know where that popcorn came from or how old it is. Oh, I'm sure they replace it every day. Come on. Or why it's in the mop bucket. But I don't think that was a mop bucket. <laughs> it's yellow and it says caution slippery when wet. So, yeah, you got the pool and then, of course, the other outdoor spaces, right? Ah, uh, yes. What would a Love Island spinoff be without the fire pit? Yes. But ladies and gentlemen, there is no fire pit. Wait, wait, wait. No, there's a fire pit. It's the campfire. Come on. There was no one on the production staff qualified to handle fire. So instead of actual flames, we have one of those gas station inflatable wavy guys, but it's fire and it's 10 feet tall. No, it's cool. It's like this artificial synthetic fire. It's not dangerous. That's the best part of it. It looks awesome. It looks like one of those flippy flappy guys in front of a gas station and you'll never change my mind. Okay. I really hope that ITV7 and Miranda aren't even listening. We're going to get in trouble if you keep talking about the show like this. So it is just about time for our Islanders to arrive. They pull up in yellow checkered cabs. Yep, the old school ones. It's really, really cool. But not vintage, just old. They look really cool. I mean, they're like the ones that you would see in New York City in like the 80s. Yes, let us talk about the contestants. So the first one we get to meet is Jessica. I'm Jessica. I'm 34. And you know, I just moved to the area and I don't really know very many people. So I thought, yeah, I'd come on the show and just make some friends. I'm not looking for anything besides friendship. (laughs) It's just really hard to make friends in your 30s. You know, sometimes I try to like talk to people at the checkout counter at the grocery store. Like, you know, I'm getting all this cranberry juice because I forgot to pee after, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. (laughs) And they just move away as quickly as they can. I'd really like to make some friends my age. And Friend Island is casting, so I'm pretty excited. What did you think of her? 
I don't know. She seems pretty normal. I mean, checkout people tend to look at you weird when you divulge details of your UTI. So, you know, I, I could see myself being friends with Jessica. Yeah, she seems quirky. Okay, so then we get to meet Trevor. Hi, my name's Trevor. Um, I work uh, down at the docks. I'm a bit of a bit of a bookworm, which uh, surprises some people because they don't see blue collar people as being real book literate. But uh, I love a good Stephen King mystery. I was really into uh, Arthurian legends uh, when I was a small child. I read a lot of T.H. Uh, White's The Once and Future King, classic classic sword in the stone adapted it into a disney picture wonderful wonderful but uh i'm here looking for friends because uh people seem to find my personality somewhat revolting uh i don't really take kindly to it but it's the solid truth people have said to me to my face which i must say is a very pretty face i look like an abercrombie and fitch model over here but my personality, what I have to say, the words that come out of There's not a lot of people down at the docks that really get into Arthurian legend, you know? So I, I'd really love to find someone who uh, is as much into uh, Middle Earth history as well as Middle Ages history. I'm a big Tolkien head. <laughs> Let me tell you, the man, J.R. Tolkien, he knew how to build a map. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I'm just looking for uh, friends, people to talk to. Aw, I kind of love him. Do you think he's just repulsive because he doesn't fit in with the dock workers or is he actually a piece of shit? I, I'm not sure. I think it's more that he doesn't fit in. The next to show up in a yellow cab is Karen. Karen was actually supposed to be on Friend Island UK and then caught mono from one of the producers and couldn't record. And so they felt so bad for her, they shipped her over here. So we've got our little taste of Blighty, Karen. Hi, my name is Karen and I am a lifestyle blogger and a micro blogger. So if you don't know, a micro blogger is someone who has under 10K followers on Instagram and on their blog. So at the moment, I've got about 245 on my Instagram and 10 on my blog. So if you don't know, I tend to blog about what clothes I'm wearing, um, the jewelry in my apartment. Um, if I light a candle, I'll tend to take a picture of it and review the scent online. Well, I really came on Friend Island because um, my lifestyle blog is getting a little bit, shall we say dull, without any friends on it. I think it's, you know, <laughs> It's hard because women find me really intimidating. Like I've always had a really hard time making female friends because I don't know, men tend to like me better. Like, and I like men better. Like I wouldn't call myself like a girl's girl. Like I'm, I'm definitely more of like a guy's girl. You know that RuPaul song that says, body like pow, about to end that drought. That's like me. So I've got a body like pal, my pussy's about to end this drought and women just find that really intimidating and I've never really had a great conversation with a woman but I'm really looking to change that because um, I've really found that other lifestyle bloggers blog about how empowering their female friendships are and I'm really looking to incorporate some of that content into my blog. 
So what do you think of Karen? Because she's a guy's girl, not a girl's girl. So I feel like my opinion is pretty irrelevant here. I think Karen is super stylish, right? She seems like she's really got her head screwed on straight. She's my early pick for the person who's going to grow the most over the course of the season. That's what I think. Yeah, I'll buy that. All right. Then we meet Andy. Okay. Andy is uh, interesting, right? I feel like in my time at the library, I've met so many Andys. Andy feels deeply familiar to me. Yes, of course. Andy's a librarian. You were a librarian. He feels very comforting and deeply unsettling. Like many librarians. All right, so let's let uh, everybody meet Andy. My name is uh, Andy. I wanted to come on to this show because uh, I've been married for 12 years and um, I spend most of my time with my wife and uh, I don't have a lot of uh, other uh, male friends. Uh, I had a male friend growing up, but he had a heart attack. So I don't have a lot of male friends right now. It's very similar to the movie. Uh, I think it's a Jason Siegel movie. I want to say it's called She's the Man. And Paul Rudd is in it. And I, I believe it's a very uh, similar situation to mine. I'm very excited to be a part of this show. Um, my wife's name is Jessica. And she uh, told me about the show a little while ago. She saw a flyer that was very, very high up. And she was able to reach it and pull me down one. Um, me and my wife are both very tall people. Um, we are both above six feet. So I'm looking for a friend who is somewhat shorter and a little um, littler than me. And I'm just really excited to be here. Uh, what I do for a living is I work at a library and I uh, help give books to patrons and children. Uh, interestingly, I've read almost every book in the library, um, except uh, uh, one, one was stolen last year. And that book was uh, called The Sword and the Stone by T.H. Uh, White. So I've never read that book and I've, I've wanted to. Um, I would love to meet someone who knows what that book is about because i've i've no knowledge on it um i know there was a disney movie that came out but uh it came out before i was born so i haven't seen it so i think we have to give a shout out to the casting producers because i think we see a friendship in the making here right oh andy and trevor are made for each other yeah, I think the only question is how long it will take for them to see it and discover this stuff. Next up, I think it's your personal favorite. Well, I don't know about that, but he's certainly certainly an interesting guy. Yeah, let's let's just let him introduce himself. Hey guys, who's ready to have some fun, huh? Rhetorical question, don't have to answer it. I am Uncle Terry. Uh, I do like to party with the lights on because I'm scared of the dark. <laughs> That's a little joke. I am kind of a jokester. That's kind of my thing. Hobbies. I make a mean deviled egg. If you guys want some, I got a secret ingredient. I will never tell unless we become best friends. Uh, I recently lost my best friend. He moved to Chicago. And uh, I was on Facebook the other day and he uh, already has a, a new best buddy. So I figured I'd get out there and, uh, you know, try to find myself a new best buddy. Next question, please. So... Uncle Terry, man, I feel for this guy. That's rough. Yeah, to lose a close friend at our age, like, you're not coming back from that. You might as well just die. 
Am I ready to friend again? Of course I'm ready to friend again. It's not a big deal, you know? People make friends all the time. I make friends all the time. I can make a best friend right now. I think there's hope for Uncle Terry, and yeah, I don't think he'll have a problem making new friends. He seems like a pretty open, warm guy. Yeah, I think so too. So let's meet Kyle. Maybe that'll be Terry's new best friend. Hi, my name is Kyle, and there's three things to know about me. I like deals, I like music, and I like Jesus Christ. Yikes. This is one thing I think you can say about Kyle. He knows who he is, right? That's true. Self-awareness does go a long way in these kinds of shows, but yikes. He has an interesting perspective on friendship. I think most conversations are like a negotiation, right? You have things that you want and they have things that they want. And if you can bring those two things together, everyone gets what they want. Except for me, I never get what I want because I never work hard enough for it. And so in this competition, I'm going to work super hard and I'm going to get all the deals. So now we're just calling friends deals. We've completely batted aside this notion that friends are humans. No, no, no. I don't think he meant it like that. I think he meant it like, you know, he's going to make the deals that make the friends and the friendships, right? And I really want to know what kind of music he listens to. I've been thinking about that for the last few minutes. Yeah, I'm guessing it's like new metal and Christian new metal, obviously, right? Obviously. His introduction does take a strange turn I was not expecting. I'm mostly looking for deals that are willing to hit the streets and get some freaking cocaine in our noses and make some deals. Well, he did not mention that he also likes skiing. So let us get on to somebody some of our longtime listeners might be familiar with. He's on Friend Island US for some reason. He's purchased advertising on the podcast. Of course, it's Jeff McIntyre. Why? Hey, uh, hey everybody, I'm Jeff. I'm a middle school band teacher. You know, I had my own band when I was in middle school and I just wanted to help other people, you know, find their spark and find their light and their music. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm a pretty popular guy, you know, but I just need to go on Friend Island so I can be more popular. You know, uh, I'm a really good friend. I help my friends move all the time. I actually have my own box truck so I can help my friends move whenever they want it, you know? I'm just helping people move and when they need to. You know, everybody wants to rent box trucks all the time and I'm like, I got one, let me help you move. And they're like, oh, we hired somebody. And I'm like, ah, I'm gonna come over anyway. Let's get pizza. <laughs> so yeah, I live in New Jersey and um, you know, I'm just looking for more friends. You're looking to make my, my web, my, my friend web even bigger. Because as I said, it's already big. <laughs> and I'm great friends with my students, you know. They're 12 and 13, but they're really mature in their heads and their brains. And we have some really good conversations. But yeah, I'm looking for all different kinds of friends. Anybody who needs a truck, call me. And my name's Jeff. I even printed cards for it. I'm Jeff and I have a truck. It's got my number on the back. You should totally take one. You, do you want a card? It's confirmed. Jeff is just as annoying in large doses as he is in small doses. My teeth are ground to nubs. Oh, I mean, I have to have some sympathy for Jeff. You know, nobody is friends with middle schoolers. Middle schoolers are the worst. Middle schoolers aren't even friends with each other. No, he's like a mentor, right? He's a big deal 
in middle school band things, I'm pretty sure. Right? I wish you could see the look on my face. It's look, like... I mean, look, he is a little weird. I thought how he was offering the cameraman a card at the end. That was really strange. But I think his heart is in the right place, you know? On the left side of his body. Yeah. Yes, anatomically, his heart is in the right place. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not what I mean. I think, I think he has really good intentions. Come on. The road to hell. Hold on. He clearly has a lot of happy memories around being in middle school band himself. Let's listen. So I think my history as a childhood star in my middle school band really helped me because I've got that raw charisma, which helps people, you know, like they see me and they think of a star. Even if they haven't listened to the Lunchtime Bunch, my middle school band, you know, even if they didn't listen to it because we never actually made an album or put it out so there's not a way to listen to it, even so, they would know that I'm a cool guy. Yeah, I, I play the guitar and the mandolin a little bit, and I know a couple of chords on the piano, and people are into that kind of thing. Oh, also, I have a box truck. I don't know if I mentioned it, but I can help you move. Okay, and then, of course, we meet Miranda, but I don't think she really had anything all that interesting to say in the intro. Miranda is not a favorite for me. So, as with Love Island, first impressions are all you get to go on when you buddy up for the first time. Yeah, the first buddying up ceremony. If you've seen Love Island, you probably get the idea Obviously, this is a little different because there aren't just guys and girls picking people from the opposite sex. You can pick anybody. So they kind of randomly pick who gets to choose at each ceremony. And this time we've got Jessica picking first. So let us hear from her about what she is looking for in her friends. What do I look for in a friend? I just want to look for somebody who's like a really good listener, you know? Somebody who laughs at all my jokes, even when they're not funny. And somebody that I can like really bitch and moan to, but won't try to solve my problems. But like, listen, you know? Like, really, don't try to solve my problems, okay? <laughs> like, bitch, don't try to solve my problems. Just listen, okay? Just tell me everything's gonna be okay, and that everything that's happening to me is important, you know? And yeah, just support my journey. See, I like Jessica. Bitch, don't try to solve my problems. Just listen. It is a little bit interesting that she picks Karen. Hi, I'm Jessica, and I would really like to buddy up with Karen because she makes me feel like I'm the smartest person in the room because she can be a little dull sometimes. <laughs> love you, Karen. Just kidding. JK. La, la, la. <laughs> and um, yeah, I love going dancing with her, you know, because she's just like slightly more frumpy than me. So she makes me feel good about myself. And Karen, you're like the best girl. Like I've only hung out with you for five minutes, but I can just tell like you and I have this like unbreakable connection, like that movie Unbreakable. Like we are both unbreakable together. Let's buddy up. Yes. Wait, I'm confused. Do they already know each other? This is super weird, right? Or is she just projecting what she thinks the future is going to look like? I don't know what's going on here. I think that Karen makes it pretty clear that she does not know Jessica. I don't know. It's like they've they've talked for, what, five minutes at this point, right? And they did show that little thing of them dancing for like two seconds kind of over in the side. Right. Is that what she's talking about? I don't know. This whole thing has me uneasy. Yeah. Jessica may be uh, very normal at first glance, but, um, huh. 
And Karen is a little nervous, right? Well, Karen's also nervous because she's got to be friends with a woman now. And her usual MO of relationship making is not going to work. Um, well, I do know that based on my knowledge of lifestyle blogs, I do know that women like uh, monogramming, candles, um, sunsets, leaves, um, and I think that's about it. So I've really got a lot. Um, I, th I think I've got a lot to talk about. Um, well, girls like boys and i know a lot about boys and so i can use some of that knowledge to perhaps spark a conversation with them yeah so she has a few ideas for a strategy to develop a friendship with jessica and miranda it sounds like do you think it's gonna work only time will tell i think that Jessica has a very set idea of how she wants a friendship to look and i don't know if anything karen does or doesn't do is really going to change that yeah, I can I can definitely see that. I just can't wait to hear them talk about leaves. Next up, Trevor picks Miranda. You know, after looking at all the other contestants on the show, uh, I really think that Miranda and I have a, a serious connection, uh, not in a Arthurian, you know, uh, more in a Merlin Arthur relationship where I could be a wise older sage to a young queen in her becoming. Uh, uh, you know, I really think that this could be a nice, uh, uh, beautiful friendship. I think it makes sense, Trevor and Miranda. That could be something that works, right? Well, I thought Trevor wanted a discussion about books. I'm not really sure how engaged or active Miranda is going to be in these discussions. But you know what? The first impressions are just that. And as we all know, every year there's one immediate magical connection and the rest kind of fall apart. There's always one set of frenemies. And so we'll just have to see where each of these pairings end up. For that immediate connection, my money is on Uncle Terry and Jeff. Good Lord. The world cannot handle a friendship between these two. Mayhem awaits. After Uncle Terry picks Jeff, Andy, he is left with Kyle. That's the last of the eight original Islanders this year. Yeah, I don't think that one's going to work. I think that one's going to explode immediately. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that one either. They really do look like opposites. Although I would love to see Andy coked up. <laughs> oh man, that would be that would be interesting for sure. So we do find out who Andy really wanted to buddy up with. That's interesting, right? Let's hear the clip. Who knows where it will go? The 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 possibilities are endless. Um, or at least that's what the flyer set up for the show. So I'm very excited. We'll, we're very excited to meet Miranda. I think. I think I'm 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 looking forward to it. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. So already we've got you know one Islander looking to poach another Islander's choice. I wonder how Trevor's Trevor doesn't seem particularly hostile. So we'll see how Trevor handles Andy moving in on his buddy. Yeah. It seems like everybody likes Miranda except us. I think everyone just wants to cast Miranda's personality as one that they would like to be friends with. But again, I find her incredibly one dimensional and you cannot convince me that she is not a cardboard cutout. OK, so there your view is like everybody's just projecting onto her flat surface. Right. That's kind of the metaphor here. Yeah, sure. Metaphor. OK, so this was, I think, a really great and interesting 
first episode. The cast seems really cool. I think we're going to have some great friends come out of this original cast. I can't wait to see, you know, who else gets brought in over the course of the next six weeks. Next episode, we get our first friend date. We learn more about the contestants' lives at home. And yeah, I think we're going to see some friendships really start to blossom in this next episode, right? Right. I think that about does it for us. You can find us on social media. I am on Twitter at LBLI Podcast. I'm about to have a baby. Leave me alone. Yeah, well, she had some social media stuff going on. but Leave me alone. Yeah, or you can email us at littlebitleaveitpodcast at gmail. I don't even have the password for that. But I do. So I and I will read it. I promise. So from Staten Island to Friend Island. Take my wife, please. <laughs>